Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners is for our clients and those wanting to learn more about what's really going on within the markets and economy, as well as overall financial planning topics. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners. I'm Andy. Eric Susie. We got Monday here, uh, October 18th, 18th, yeah, 2021. Fall is here. Yeah, last couple of days, right? Yeah, it's been beautiful. So, yeah, it's yeah. been great. Leaves are turning, sunny. Yeah, like high state football. Yeah, cool weather. Yeah. So Andy made it out, folks. Tell me about your golf game. <laughs> I did what? Golf. Oh yeah, yeah. you got out. Remember? Yeah, yeah, we yeah I went did. out with some guys. Yeah, it was. How'd fun. you play? Uh, good. Yeah. yeah, we played in a scramble. We were eight under, and nice. but uh, <laughs> we didn't win. But we had fun. Yeah, they were stacked. You know, I think you said it's eighteen under was a winning group. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it was one of those where you can't you you can't get the worst score you can get is a par. Gotcha. So they try to keep things moving yeah, along, but yeah, cool. it's fun. So hope maybe get out once, uh, hopefully before the snow. Yeah. Cool. One oh, more man. time. All right. Well, thanks for joining us here. Yeah. Glad the uh, girls are doing good. We had a good uh, tournament over the weekend. So my one daughter's in volleyball, and Sophia. The youngest is in soccer and she's undefeated. So uh, she's off to her bracket there. And Ella, my oldest, is in, uh, uh, they, uh, they're in their, they just made tournaments as well for the volleyball. So uh, nice. Good. Another busy weekend. Since <laughs> it's a blur on Saturdays, like, what? <laughs> oh, good. Well, uh, I'll start off with the COVID. You can see that it's gone back down. And, uh, you know, so things are still looking good. You can have your hot spots here and there. Throughout the, Russia has their highest right now. So they're having their, um, Hot spot right now. What are you seeing on your uh, yeah. end there? Yeah, well, just this morning, right, we heard that Colin Powell passed away yeah. from COVID, which right, is unfortunate. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. It's, and he was fully vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was, you know, he was 85. You know, he kind of fits the, yeah. I don't know what you call it, the. Multiple the, the, other the, issues. <laughs> yeah, older, you know, yeah. The, the population segment that the virus is, you know, has the worst effect right. on, which, but yeah, it's still sad to see that, but. But yeah, just the seasonal flu, right? Like I'm, yeah. going, I'm going in to see my doctor and get the flu shot, and 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 just, hey, what's the effective rate? <laughs> yeah, so the average around uh, forty, depending on the year, yeah. you know, anywhere from 40 percent yeah. on the just a regular flu vaccine. So, yep, yeah. So that's kind of interesting numbers to look at, but yeah, but crazy. No, I, I hear you. And then moving on to the recovery tracker, so you can see things are still opening up and. Um, uh, we're glad to see that. But the interesting fact, too, I was on a call with one of the research partners, um, the ASA staffing index. So the staffing index is key, and that's been higher than in 2019 and 2020. So that's good. So the staffing, you don't go into a recession when the staffing is going this way. So you'll see that in the chart here. So that's that's good. And, so staffing uh, meaning companies looking for needing yes. workers. Yeah, need, needing right. workers. So Makes they sense. use staffing agencies, temp agencies, um, you know, Honda does a lot of it <laughs> as well. Um, sure. Yeah. And uh, that's a good sign. It's crazy. I know we talked about the Jolt report, the job openings. There was over 11 million. <laughs> the last revision was like 10.4 million job openings. So there's still plenty of jobs. Seasonality or historically, it's a little over 4 million jobs. So mm-hmm. uh, on average, so uh, plenty of jobs. It's just, you know, the people are getting accustomed to not doing much, unfortunately. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I saw, I read something else too. I think it was, they, they said business startups. So compared to this time versus last year, it was up like 400,000 
or hundred thousand. Yeah, like new, new business, yeah. new business, you know, small business startups. And it's like, um, yeah. It doesn't surprise me that people are, you know. Yeah, so you wonder, you know, the people who are, who've left are like, you know what, I don't want to work or in this industry, I'm just going to start my own gig. And then you wonder too, what's the impact if some, if this vaccine mandate goes through and people are like, well, (laughs) I'll go start my, you know, so you wonder how much that's going to increase. It's just, just crazy. No, it is. And uh, it's a big bump up. Yeah, people necessarily don't care for big, you know, big, big, big brother and big corporations. So that's, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, moving on, I guess, into some other just some charts. We have a, some visuals this time around, a lot more than in the past. But you'll see the volatility index. Again, the uh, average is 18.1. Uh, currently, as of October 15th, came in at 16.3. Um, again, it's just a 30 days looking forward what the institutional traders think the volatility of the stock market will be. The higher the number, the more volatility. You know, we finally had our pullback of 5% over the past two weeks or so. So with that being said, uh, it did spike up to 28. And right, you know, and then two weeks later, within you know, 10 days later, it's 16.3. So uh, interesting there in the volatility. And then as you can see, I mentioned earlier on the pullback, you'll see that we finally hit a one. <laughs> so one uh, 5%. <laughs> yep. So we had a 5% pullback officially now. It's been registered for the S&P 500. Typically, this occurs 4.6 times per year, and now we had one officially just a few weeks ago, uh, you know, 5% or more. So that's good. Uh, yeah. She had to get through all that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a plenty, uh, plenty other action things going on, the interest rates and, you know, with the Fed and the meetings and minutes and all that. So with interest rate, the two-year, 10-year, um, it spiked back up. Okay, it was... Earlier on this year, it was real low, uh, you know, 0.52, then it went to 1.75 in the spring, down back around 1.2, 1.3, and um, uh, on this chart, October 15th, it hit 1.59, while as of today, on Monday, it's about 1.63 or so. So that's the 10-year, and again, the average for that, historically, has been 2.29, so still well below the average. More importantly is the two-year. So it's on the hedge I call every morning, 9 o'clock, uh, the part of the research firm that we're on. And um, with that, the two years of short-term duration, despite it was 0.2 in that range you know, for a long, long time all year. Now it's 0.41, actually higher than that today. Um, so you can see how it just more than doubled in just a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So what that's indicating for the bonds is, okay, uh, short end move first, then comes a 10-year and then the longer end yield uh, returns as well. So it'd be a lot harder for the bonds uh, going forward in a rising interest rate environment. So again, for our models, portfolios, that's why we've been massaging, tweaking, utilizing different uh, asset classes, uh, alternative ones and uh, mergers and acquisitions, just a whole bunch of stuff that we're working on. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, Andy, remember the good old uh, Federal Reserve dot plot? So mm-hmm. the feds, they meet, they talk. You know, earlier on, you know, last year, the, a lot of these were pretty much flat. <laughs> But now they've been increasing rates. So now there's a majority. It's 50-50. Half are now, hey, we're going to raise rates by a quarter basis point next year in 2022. Uh, there's talk now they may do even two possibly by the end of next year. Hmm. So at this stage of the game, there's one likely of next year, uh, summer. Let's talk about the tapering. So the bond, the bond purchases that the Fed has been doing, $120 trillion dollars. Uh, uh, billion, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, billion, excuse me, uh, yeah, a month, that's going to be tapering. So that should start in November next month. 
So Fed Powell will meet, more than likely it will start reducing the bond purchasing and going down from 120 million down to 115 or whatever it's going to be, 90, 80, 75, 50, yada, yada, yada. So it will decrease over, you know, six, eight, nine months period. So by next summer, it will be, the, the government will be out of bond buying, which is artificially keeping rates low and propping up the stock market. So a lot of movement to come uh, in the bonds, stock market, volatility will still be with us and uh, in both directions, good and bad. Sure. And uh, that's yeah. the, the So it'll be like a quarter percent, you think, each time maybe? Um, for the rate increases yeah. you're talking about? Yes, more than likely. Just, just I, gradual. Gradual. I don't see them going, you know, they've done in the past, you know, 50 or 75 or even a percent in the past, but no, the economy uh, will be slowing GDP yeah. will be slowing. Rates are going higher. Inflation's with us. So it's going to be on thin ice. Uh, so they're going to be going very slow. Sure. This is yeah. our, our predictions and what we're hearing from our research center as well. Economic GDP growth. So you can see, um, you know, first quarter is over six. Second quarter, you know, 6.7% GDP growth. Now, this came in from the uh, uh, federal Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Federal Reserve. Third quarter GDP starting out for the third quarter, and you revise it throughout the quarter, you know, August, mm -hmm. September, October. Okay, well, it was 6.3%. They were predicting. Heading into the quarter. Heading yeah. into the quarter. So just their latest revision from the Atlanta Fed, third quarter GDP, as yeah. of 10.15 last week, down to 1.2%. That's a big adjustment. Big adjustment downwards. So that's what yeah. we were talking about, the slowness. Temporary, because we're going to have a nice, uh, we should, historically speaking, <laughs> have a good year-end rally, yeah. meaning November, December, January, typically the three best months of the year. So, sure. Uh, yeah, but it's the, it's the bottleneck, right? Because, you know, the consumer pretty much drives GDP, right? right? right. So you have money, yep. you go to the store, nothing's here. <laughs> I can't exactly spend my money right. on things. And so so that ultimately affects probably that revision, I would think. Correct. It's going to drive it it's down. All, it's so. all... It's, dovetails and snowballs from each other. Yeah. So speaking of that, you bring up a good point. CPI, Consumer Price Index, which is the inflation. So inflation, okay, that came in um, actually 5.4% uh, So uh, from a year ago. So again, remember, for 10 years, inflation was hovering in that 175 per year, 1.75% inflation range per year. Uh, sometimes it was lower, one and a half, sometimes a little higher, but let's call it roughly one75 the Fed wants to target 2%. Well, we're well above 2%. Yeah. We're going to be in the 5% range this year, uh, next year, for quarters to come, still in the high, you know, low fives, high fours for the next few quarters. Yeah. So how does that affect? So if you're retired and you're, you know, you're pulling money from your investments and you have Social Security, right? So right. How, how does that, and, uh, you know, Social Security made some adjustments, right? Correct, yeah. So it's a good point on that. So um, to help offset that. Yeah, so a couple things. So you mentioned Social Security. We talked about this earlier on uh, previous episodes. So finally they came in with the COLA, the cost of living adjustment. COLA. And, yeah, COLA. Not this COLA. Uh, C-O-L-A, <laughs> COLA, cost of living adjustment. But it did come in at 5.9%. Uh, uh, so, yeah, 5.9%. Uh, was a, was a cola, and that is the highest uh, in 39 years. So, uh, you know, in the 80s there. So, uh, so the highest in 39 years, and with that, it just erodes. So, yes, okay, you have wage increases increasing. Sure, they're at yep. highs. Uh, you have inflation 
eroding at the wage increase. Then you have a COLA from Social Security coming at 5.9, trying to keep up with it. (laughs) So it's all just a soup of ingredients. And at the end of the day, folks, you're pretty much underwater. (laughs) So, you know, when you shake it all out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we don't know what the, if there's going to be a bump in the Medicare Part B premium, right? Right. So basically it's like telling someone, hey, I'm going to give you a raise, but also to get to the office, you're going to pay more in gas and you're going to pay more for clothes and you're going to pay more for your lunch. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like it's kind yeah. of, so at the end of the day you know it's kind of a wash i guess even though it amen it sounds like you're getting a nice little bump yeah no it sounds good but under the hood it's not so again just referring back to one of our research uh, hedge eye here just i'm just going to read a few things so um handful of year-to-date these are year-to-date price increases in goods impacting real people and real businesses coal up 215 percent Natural gas up 126%. These are all year-to-date numbers. Natural gas. Heating oil up 74. Coffee up 63. Butter up 44. You mentioned palm oil. Palm oil. (laughs) That's up as well. Um, Cotton up 42%. Wheat up almost 15%. Um, You Hmm. know, so... uh, What's pizza? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love. I mean, that's the important stuff. That's the important stuff. You're right. (laughs) Cheese ingredients, all that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah these are just some things and uh, it's like i said uh not not going away and uh, and yeah. uh, there was a tweet from this guy jason Furman, who was a harvard professor former chair of obama's council economic he tweeted here saying uh yeah, economic problems like inflation and broken supply chains are only issues for the upper class <laughs> mm. whoops i think he put his foot in his mouth on that one so uh you know just interesting how it's all perspective from Folks, that's why the D.C. is a swamp and out of touch. <laughs> they don't know what's really going on. But uh, so a lot there. I know we packed and covered a lot, but natty gas, you know, that was, that's crazy. Natural or, or um, gasoline prices, you know. Uh, yeah, $5 so. in New York City, a gallon. Yep. Yeah. California. California as well. Yeah. So here it's, what, 327 or so I've seen. So, yeah. you know. It's, it's it's hurting everybody. Yeah, I rode my bike to work today. <laughs> Did you get the coffee? <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, yeah. um, no, there's there's a lot there. Yeah. And going back to Social yeah, Security, I guess, ahead, too, for a second, because we were talking about this earlier, yeah. is that, uh, you know, you always think, well, what, you know, your Social Security is what it is, right? So when you when you decide on how you're going to take your benefit, you're getting, you're getting it. But prior to that, there are things you can do. Just a check, right? So you want to know, I mean, you want to think that, okay, the Social Security Administration is going to record everything accurately. Um, But you should, it's probably a good habit to get into every year, three years maybe, just to log in to your account, ssa.gov. You can go and create an account and just check it to make sure that they're reporting your your earnings, yeah, your income uh, correctly. Um, I mean, they have been known, obviously, to make mistakes. And, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're making 100000 you don't want to look down when you retire and go, well, they only put in 10000 mm-hmm. You know, that could make that could cause, uh, you know, substantial error in your benefit payout. Yeah. So so just something to consider, like, you know, put it on your calendar once every, once every maybe every year. Every year. Um, yeah. Just make it part of your end of the year routine or beginning mm-hmm. of the year routine just to double check it. So not a bad idea. That's great. Perfectly. Great call on that one. Yeah. So, uh just again, jumping around a little bit more, but you know, the wage growth, we talked on that, touched on that. So 5.5%, uh, that's the latest from September. You know, historic averages from 1990 to 2010 has been 3.3. So you can see on this chart here, how definitely wage growth has spiked up. 
Um, and again, once you give a higher salary or increase in wage, you know, you see all these hourly workers, you know, 10, 12, 13, okay, 15 an hour, oh, 18 an hour. So they're all around. So, you know, the, once it's out there, you can't put the genie back in the bottle once, once you give that price. So, yeah. um, you know, the commodities, we talked about how it was up and down, you know, lumber, you know, it was sky high, came back down, spiked up back up with over 40% just a few weeks. You know, copper's going back up, corn, oil is up to 83 almost dollars, uh, 82, yeah. $83 a barrel. Um, yeah. What's up with Bitcoin? Oh, yeah. Bitcoin. Speaking of commodities. <laughs> Speaking of commodities, yeah. So Bitcoin, I think, then today, almost hit $62,000. So, um, yeah. A- and the reason being, I believe, and you and I talked about this last week, too. We we're hearing rattles so in the news. So ProShares uh, is a conglomerate ETF mm-hmm. share. They're putting out a what's called a managed futures ETF product tomorrow, yeah. Tuesday, they're launching it. So there's supposedly four funds that are being released to this week, to next week. It's the managed futures contract. So it's just, you're not going to underline own the Bitcoin, you know, the crypto stuff, but it's just the future. So it's a step in the right direction to getting it legalized and harnessed, you know what I'm saying? Through uh, mm-hmm. SEC rulings and guidance. Sure. But, um, yep. but yeah, so, uh, you know, last time it was over 60,000 was in the springtime of this year. So now we're approaching 62. So, you know, we're, we're, Andy and I were keeping an eye on it. You know, we'll see. Uh, it's still the wild, wild west. So it can go right back, back down to 50 yeah, in, yeah. In, in a heartbeat yeah. or lower. Went, remember, up to 40,000 from 60 to 40. So it can easily yeah. hit that again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We've been looking at it quite a bit. So I think, you know, you just don't know, right, what's right. going to happen. But it's good It's good to know what's going on, obviously, yeah. and, you know, clients expect us to. Yeah, and so I think, too, I mean, I've had some really good, like last week I had a couple of really good conversations with some firms that yeah. could potentially offer Bitcoin to our clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, either inside the portfolio or outside the portfolio. So these are things that we are investigating, researching. We have to, obviously, we got to get our compliance team, you know, on board, make sure everything, all the I's are dotted and T's right. are crossed, but... But who knows? Um, like we said earlier, we're the turtle versus the hare. So <laughs> we're not going to be the first of these new type yeah. products. Let yeah. things shake out. But uh, yeah, but at the same time, like if, if you, and you're right on that. You always want to be cautious. Yeah. But like if, the, but if there's a, if there's a client or someone says, hey, look, I got, I got ten grand that yeah. I want to throw at it. If I lose it, it goes to zero. Yeah. No big deal. You know, and it's just nice to be able to say we can do that Correct. as opposed to, oh, you got to go to Coinbase, right. you got to go to Robinhood and set up an account that really isn't tied directly to Bitcoin. Yep. Uh, be able to to, do, to offer clients offer. a safe and the, the the way it should be done. The way it should be done, yeah. yeah. In an environment that's monitored, controlled, and, and looked at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so more to come on that. Yeah, really. no, that's so, great. So. Good. Um, well, let's see here. I mean, we covered a lot. We have a few tips of the month, uh, things of that nature. Anything else on your end? Yeah, no, just um, nah, not, nothing, you know, annuities in 401ks now potentially. Yeah. Like, but that's, yeah. you know, that could be something that we'll have to address with clients who have that option potentially. Right. So Yeah, things always evolve and change, it seems like. So yeah, fast paced these markets are. So we will continue to monitor, tweak things, and do all that good stuff. But uh, so a couple tips of the month. I, I know... Um, you know, your kids and mine, my daughters, but uh, we have the Ohio 529. October is a busy month just because you have the FAFSA, which is a free application for student aid, the FAFSA. Yep. Um, uh, so with that, it started October 1st. So anybody who has high school, 
Anybody, any, any, and yeah, and reoccurring. You want to file every year, so it's pretty much first come, first serve. It's a pot of money that sits there from the government. October first, here it is. Here's your pot. Then they start taking applications, and it just dwindles down. So definitely file if you have not yet filed uh, the application. Yeah. Also, there's an app that's coming out uh, on uh, the Ohio five two nine. Uh, so that's going to be nice when that gets uh, uh, released here. And they, they said in the third, or now in the fourth quarter, so it could be another month or two. But just be a, for those our clients who have the Ohio five two nine. There's an app, so you can make um, contributions, distributions, all that good stuff via an app instead of having to log in online. So just FYI. Also, the four thousand dollar deduction uh, per person per year per student per child per year for the state of Ohio against a ta- top line deduction. So any Ohio resident, so grandkids, or grandparents, parents, or what have you, who want to contribute to an Ohio 529, you can do so and be eligible to take that deduction, whatever you contribute, off the state of Ohio uh, deduction mm-hmm. by visiting it's ugift529.com. So mm-hmm. yeah. ugift529.com. Yep. So make a way, you know. Yeah, and Ohio has a pretty good 529 plan. Oh, top five. Yeah, so <laughs> but keep in, keep in mind, too, you don't have to. Contribute to a five to I if I want to open up, I want to go to California's plan. I could do yes. that. Yes, you can. Yeah, and my kids can yep. go. Any, you can go anywhere with any state. Any state, yeah. yeah. And so yeah, to that point, yeah. And if you open Ohio five twenty nine, which is great, you can use it for any you know yep. apprentice, two year degree. Uh, yeah. Or if your kids go to California, California college, college, you can use it to pay for that. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be Ohio in Ohio colleges. It's any accredited college. And the other thing people ask, well, Eric, doesn't it hurt? You know, the, the FAFSA, the funding formula, no, it's only 5.64%. So 5.64% of the account balance in the Ohio 529 account is applied or assessed against the student. So that's if the parent owns the account, the beneficiary is a student, therefore only 5.64% of that account balance is used against the, uh, the, the formula yeah. uh, that they use for the calculation of that. So it's minimal. So, you know... I've been using it even before we had kids. You know that story. So uh, it's a great vehicle to use and keep on doing that. Um, talked about the COLAs. Uh, that's key. I know with the Medicare, um, uh, open yeah, enrollment. Open enrollment, so, yeah, right now. Boom. So, folks, you know, a lot of our folks use Mike and Terry, mm-hmm. our uh, uh, specialists as well. So with that, please reach out to him. It's that time of the season if you already haven't. If you need assistance, please reach out to Andy or I. Russ, whomever, just uh, we'll get you in contact uh, to Mike. So this is a time to um, October 15th through December 7th. So open enrollment is here. So make those changes, tweaks, look at your prescription uh, that you're using, how things have changed. So it's you should always look at it once a year. It doesn't cost you anything to have a specialist look at it like Mike. Sure. So you might as well let, let the pro do it. Yep. Um, let's see. Any other tips of the month on the – covered all that? I, I guess maybe just finally just – you know, um, happy Halloween's coming around. We have, uh, you know, November second uh, is voting. That's coming around. So, got stem the tide there, folks. This, you can do that. There's just want to put a little plug. So, this is a neighbor of mine, Diane Rigby. So, Diana, she is running for the Dublin School, um, and also by Sherry Stricker as well. So, with that, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to, uh, you know, within each school district that you live in. Just find out who are the appropriate folks, and uh, 
Yeah, makes and, sense. And, it's good. And just get out there and vote. So I'll just just put this up briefly. <laughs> there you go. There's Sherry and Diane. So um, they're the two that are running. There's a lot of seats that are open up in the Dublin district. I'm sure there are some in yours and you're in our you're Hilliard in. as well. But uh, that and in Virginia, that's going to be a big one. The governor's race there. So follow that. And, yeah. Um, so get out there, do the right thing. A lot of stuff going on, yeah. Yeah, so happy Halloween, everybody. Handy. Yeah. You too. Yep, enjoy. All right, you guys. We'll see you next time. All Stay right. well. Enjoy fall. Yep, see ya. Thanks. You can reach this episode on our website at mytruenorthwp.com, by other podcast venue sites, or by calling us at 614-929-2715. Also, feel free to share this episode with friends and family and sign up for our weekly email market updates via our website. Special thanks to our producer, Nathan, as we will be producing these episodes on a monthly basis. Investment advice offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor, DBA True North Wealth Partners. Investing involves substantial risk. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth do not make any guarantee or other promise as to any results that may be obtained from this. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. The economic forecasts set forth in this material may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. No reader should make any investment decision without first consulting his or her own personal financial advisor and conducting his or her own research and due diligence. 